4: You're
5: rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. All right, Bubba. Yep, yep. Rest in peace, Mike Leach, Mississippi State football coach, passed away at the age of 61 Uh, from complications related to a heart condition, according to the family. It is sad, sad news, certainly, Uh, and news that's reverberated throughout the college football world. Certainly, got coaches from all over. Chiming in will certainly do that. Thoughts and prayers certainly right now with Mike Leach's family. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one was listening to, to Jeff and, and Gary talk about it. you're just coaching football on Saturday, and and here we are now talking about, you know, legacy, uh, the innovator that he was, and, and, and the great interview uh, as well that he was. So uh, he will certainly be a mist, and we we're thinking about, like we said, his, his family uh, at this point. Sports world continues to turn Memphis Grizzlies Continue to win six straight after last night. They take care of a, a Trey Young and DeJounte murray Atlanta Hawks team, 128-103. A lot of good to come out of it because the Grizzlies shot a season-high 60% from the field and held Atlanta to a 35.6% shooting. That represents the lowest uh, field goal percentage of an opponent this season. So, so some highs and some lows there. Grizzlies playing very well. Uh, Tyus Stones right at the top of that. So we'll break that all down. Grizzlies will finish off this five-game homestand Thursday against Milwaukee. About to ramp up for the Memphis Grizzlies. And then huge opportunity, huge opportunity tonight for the Memphis Tigers, also winners of six straight. They'll be looking for a second straight win over a ranked opponent tonight in Tuscaloosa against number five-ranked Alabama? they number four. Did I get there? Fourth. Are they f- they're fourth. Shorted them. Yeah, put them back too far there. Number Bad four. karma. Bad karma
2: bad karma you just invited there.
5: That's right. It's their highest ranking uh in years, I think since 0607. So, um Alabama number 4 big opportunity was on that for 0-6-0-7 team? I have no idea.
2: That's, that's that'd be an interesting little trivia nugget there. We're going to do that later in the show. I mean cuz like I, I don't I don't even remember who they even could have been to have been that good. Yeah, we got to look that
5: up. Right now leonardi has got them as a one seed.
2: Hard to argue. I go get an argument for me. He's got the Tigers. as a six?
5: Also, not gonna get an argument for me. That seemed a little high, but we'll take it here in Memphis, Tennessee.
2: They had uh, a couple of guys. I looked it up. A Couple guys who I don't really, I don't really. I mean, Alonzo Gee. I remember him. I remember Alonzo Gee a little bit from the league. Uh, Ronald Steele, Richard Hendricks. See, you see why I didn't
5: know those names. Yeah, throw up. a couple more at me though. Maybe there's there's uh, one we're missing.
2: Jamario Davidson. Uh. Yeah, like uh, most of these guys are just like random college players.
5: Number four, highest ranking for the Titans: 06-07 when they were number four. I don't guess they went any
2: higher that year. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, lots to get to today here on the show. Tigers, as we know, in action uh, against Bama. So, we'll talk about that. Demario Franklin is eligible. He will play tonight. Lots to get to on the show. Jessica Benson is going to join us at 1125. She oversaw one of the great collapses in the history of fantasy this year in our league. She will be out of the playoffs as those are set. She will atone for that here with us at 1125. Looking forward to catching up with her. 12, uh, excuse me, 125, Trista Crick also oversaw one of the greatest collapses in fantasy known to man. Uh, she, on the outside looking in as well. The women did not hold it down in our fantasy league. This is not, uh, you know, sexist. This is just true. The, the women were disappointing this year. What can I say? You know, everybody always wants to talk about, oh, well, the women won your league, but what about when the women missed the playoffs?
5: We just don't say anything. And yeah. You didn't need to.
2: How are you going to do a second
5: straight week of bringing them in on L's? Well. Didn't the, you get that karma thing on Thursday? What
2: happened to your Raiders when you do that? Keep packing it up.
5: It's fantasy, bro. It doesn't matter. It only matters because you're the one seed. Hey, well, That's the only reason John keeps bringing it up. I'll see you guys
2: here. in two weeks, man. See you guys in two weeks. It's good.
5: <laughs> you are in the catbird seat. You know, you
2: know the real problem though with having uh, the, the, a
5: buy. What's the problem with having? There's no problem. You only have to win two games. Win whole thing. It's a good. It's the best thing ever.
2: The players still have to play, so they still could get hurt. You know, like that is the issue.
5: Uh, let's move on to real sports. A real, a real sports discussion.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Trista Creek's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to her about the NBA Grizzlies and how her Kings born uh, I think they're doing fine. I think they. Uh, which team is it, now is it? Portland
5: this week or the Kings? I have a hard time keeping no, I up. Think which ones are li- one's one's favorite? I think she's a favorite. Blazer lifer, right.
2: but she's she's adopted yeah, the Kings. Come. Kings well, beat the Cavs in Cleveland on Friday, but they lost the Knicks in New York on Sunday.
5: Man, not going? You know, you can lose in MSG.
4: You
2: very well can.
5: I don't think that tarnishes what they've I don't, done. this I don't, season. I don't
2: think Biar played in either one of those games. Okay, so you know that's that's life in the NBA. Hard to be too critical of them. Um,
5: Portland got. 11 threes from Dame. Yes, See yes, that? yes, yes. He's yes. on fire. Anyway, we'll talk to Trista Crick about it.
2: Yeah, so anyway, that's the show today. Looking forward to it. But as we often do, want to go over some things. Let's do cap or no cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different now. It's cap. I'm going to say cap. for no cap. I'm
5: going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show.
6: Damarie Franklin, who is going to be making maybe a debut this evening for Memphis, reinstated by the NCAA, uh, despite UIC not signing the waiver. Uh, They get their own waiver from the NCAA. Franklin will make an impact tonight for Memphis.
2: Cap or no cap? I will say that's no cap. I will say he makes an impact for Memphis. Well, what kind of impact, John? Uh, that, that is the question. The question is, is it, a, is it a positive impact? The question is, is it a detrimental impact? Um, and this will sort of lead into our, our next piece of discussion on this game. Um, but look, I mean, Demario Franklin's a guy that averaged 18 a game essentially a year ago at UIC. And, you know, if I recall correctly, I don't have his game log in front of me, he did it occasionally against big-time teams. Like, early in the season, um, you know, they they had a couple of big games there. You know, he had uh, 13 against Dayton. You know, I mean, there's not a ton of data here. But, you know, again, when you're talking about a double-digit score. Um,
5: Remember Christian Kessie. Yeah, Christian but Kessie You never the same know. thing. Yeah, so you, you never know you d- how it's going to translate. You
2: truly don't. It That is usually a crapshoot when yeah. you're jumping up that big. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also. he's a bu- I mean, he's been a bucket. Yeah. And
5: hopefully for a team that could use another bucket on offense.
2: Penny has spoken very highly of him, um, even in his absence. Mm-hmm. So I am going to trust Penny's evaluation there because I have not seen him play. So he said, well, "He said he's our third best player." It's mm-hmm. kind of the way. He, so yeah. The only question is, you know, he hasn't played since March. He hasn't played, uh, you know, uh, organized basketball game since March. So, you know, you just don't know exactly what version of him you're going to get.
5: And, and thrown just into the hot fire. Oh, as, as, in terms of facing number 14 exactly. on the road, this is hot fire it is. thrown
2: into. Yeah, look, he'll make an impact. He'll make an I, impact. I'm
5: curious, when you said detrimental, what that could look like. Well. If the impact goes the, the, the other way, the wrong way. Yeah, like. on a negative way. He,
2: here's the issue. He's. His first game is, like, one of the Tigers' most important of the season. You know? It's not like he had a warm-up where he's on the tarmac against, you know, Alabama State and, uh, you know, uh, Memphis played a tough schedule. Third, There really haven't been a lot of those. But you get what I'm saying. Like, he has not had a chance at all to get acclimated into the lineup. You know, this is it. This is his first exposure to, you know, playing in meaningful, you know, uh, anything with, with his teammates. So, I think what you've got with Memphis right now is you've got a a rotation at this particular moment in time that is gelling, that is playing really well, that is coming off of you know an imp- a very impressive win. Like that is one of the, I think redeeming qualities of this Memphis basketball team is that they know what they are and they know like each guy mm-hmm. kind of knows where they fit in and. I, 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 again, this is a very temporary issue, but you're going to jumble that up tonight with Demario Franklin. Like, you're going to potentially, you know, because it's just, it's just natural. Like, he's got to get minutes from somewhere. Whose minutes is he getting? How many is he getting? Who's he going to play with? You know, what are those rota- those those lineups going to look like? Is there going to be chemistry? You know, some synergy Th- that, there. To your point,
5: that, that starting lineup's now been seven straight games. Yeah, seven straight games. Yeah. Now, now, now it doesn't sound like he's going to start. That you wouldn't expect him. But, to. but
2: again, so, like there is still that synergy with. Okay, I, I, I well, know That's who's what I'm six, asking. Seven, is, he right, is he taking
5: Keontae's minutes? Is he taking? Is he getting and, in and Keontae there? Keontae played
2: well against Auburn. You know, I mean, some of these guys have been playing really well. Um, so I just, I just think for this game in particular, I just, I feel like it could, it could be a little clumsy. Long term, there's. There's no question that Memphis needs another reliable scorer. Um, so, you know, please understand that this is very, very limited in scope. But for tonight, I, my, my my sense is his impact is, is going to be a little bit more muted than it will be in January, February, March. Yeah, I, I,
5: it would be a pleasant surprise he comes in here and gets double-digit scoring. Yes. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yes. The, the logic says... You know, don't expect too much from him tonight. There'll be rust. You mentioned it's been since March since he played. I mean, my gosh, it's, it, you know, it, and especially in this sort of environment, I think expecting double digits from DeMarie is probably setting yourself up for disappointment. I, it is. This is. This is a – this is a long-term thing with him. How good can you be with him once he's firmly established in the rotation? Listen, you know, Jaden Hardaway's been big for him at times that he's hit shots, but there, there's an opportunity for him there if he's not hitting shots. Yeah, it's not true. like that this starting lineup is some juggernaut that, you know, you're, you're not going to tinker with at some point. We know, I, I think it's a great lineup. We know Penny likes to stay with what's working and what you've won six straight. Um, so uh, you would expect that to stay the same. My point is there's opportunity for him. Again, offensively, yes, they're pl- they seem to be playing well right now. But I think DeMaria eventually will be very impactful for this team. I wouldn't expect too much from him tonight, again, against a very good Alabama defense. Like, this is one of the best defenses in the country.
6: Memphis Grizzlies in the pool. Oh, you talking about the Memphis Tigers here. Well, let's keep on the Tigers. Memphis Tigers and the points
2: is an opportunity. Is that cap or no cap?
5: Seven and a half now, right?
2: Seven and a half. Open at six and a half. Uh, so what does that tell you? You know, one thing I wish people would understand, and, and even like some experienced gamblers that I, that I know that, that for, for whatever reason refuse to, to accept this information, the public does not move numbers. Money is pouring in on Memphis, yes. Money is pouring in on Bama. Bama. Yeah, the Bama. other way. Oh, okay. It, because it opened at 6.5, and, and it's going towards Bama. It's going, so that's not moving the line you're saying? that the, the, the line is moving, but the money is coming in on Bama, which means that the line is going up. They're okay. trying to get some Memphis money in there, trying to make the line, obviously, a little bit more attractive to gotcha. Memphis betters. Okay, um, If it was coming down, if it went from 6.5 to 5.5 to 5, that would mean the money was coming in on Memphis, mm-hmm. right? All sportsbooks want to do is balance out their risk, right? Mm-hmm. So if they have uh, – you know, a big liability on Alabama minus five, you know, they need to get some Memphis money in there just in case Memphis, you know, or, or Alabama covers it or whatever. Like you just have to, your your goal as a sports book is to balance out your risk. So that's why the lines move okay. and, and, and they invite that. Anyway, no, I do not think it's an opportunity tonight. Um, Again, a, a lot of it does have to do with the fact that Alabama be, – you beat Alabama last year in Memphis. They are coming off of a hell of a win uh, against Houston. They are legit. They are awesome. Their only loss this season is to an amazing UConn team that we talked about uh, yesterday. Yeah, um, th- this is really just a, a horrible, horrible situational spot for Memphis because you are coming off of yourself of ranked win. You know, so it's not like – you're going to sneak up on anybody. Alabama knows exactly what you can do. They are not going to be taken by surprise by Kendrick Davis. You're at their place. Uh, I just, I just, if Memphis can keep this competitive, I would be over the moon. I would be really, really thrilled. Um, I just, I think situationally, it's about as bad as it gets for the Tigers tonight. So no, with with the uncertainty around the rotation, with the the circumstances of you beat them last year, they're ready for this one. Um, I could make a case. I could make a case for Alabama. i mean, or excuse me for Memphis to cover here. I could. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, th- I think Alabama probably wins this one by, you know, double digits. That's kind of how I feel. Well, here. I
5: hope you're wrong. Uh, understand the logic. I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic than you. You didn't mention they got Gonzaga after Memphis. Mm-hmm.
2: That would be part of my case. That would be part of my case for Memphis to cover. You're kind of in a what they call a sandwich spot because you're coming after. A big ranked win, but they've got another name brand team
5: on Saturday on the
2: other side. So that would be part of the case. If if I'm
5: making the case for Memphis in the seven and a half, Alabama also turns it over on 21.4% of their possessions. That's 295th in the country. Non steel turnover percentage, they're 330. If they look a lot like Memphis did, the last couple of years, just in terms of the way they'll throw it around, I bring that up because I mentioned it yesterday. John touched on the loss to UConn. That's what they did. They turned it over 21 times. UConn turned it into 23 points. If there's going to be, if I'm making the case for Memphis here in the points, I'm sticking on that. I'm sticking with the pressure Memphis can apply and hoping, again, you can make it a a, fr- a, 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 a frenzied pace, mm-hmm. a, a create offense off turnovers, and you win that way, or at least keep it close that way. Again, this is not the case as much for winning as it is the points, which is the, the point here. Uh, I've talked myself into it. Give me Memphis in the 7 and a half. Yeah, Yeah! Yeah, hey. Memphis in the 7 and a half. I'm going for the trap, as John the, says. The, the issue is— They're the, sucking me in. Ken Palm's got it as a six-point Memphis loss— yes. So, give me the seven and a half if I'm the, falling the, for the trap the, I'm here, doing here's
2: it. Here's the issue with the number that short, right? Like Memphis could fi- be down six and foul, and, and, and Alabama could get to eight. Absolutely, for no they could. You know what I mean? Like sure, that, sure, sure. And that, in, in college basketball could add three, four points like that, maybe more. College basketball is by far the most, and I mean this respectfully, remedial sport to gamble on out there because there's a lot of bad players and there's a lot of dumb coaches. Um, And they and and uh, like like I've seen I've seen coaches foul and instruct their kids to foul down eleven yeah this season okay what are you doing what are we teaching why are we doing this why are we fouling down eleven you know I'm, again I, I it doesn't happen at the higher levels right. as much but there's a lot of teams in Division Look, One you know what I mean one there's more a, one more Brandon
5: Miller he's awesome. Yeah. He's leading the country in terms of freshman scoring. I think it's seventeen point nine points per game. Noah Clowney's a, a freshman. But that but that here here if I'm making the case again, they are freshmen. And handling a success handling success is a part of being a freshman. That's true. You they are two hundred and seventy-seventh in experience in college. Memphis we know is twelfth. So give me Kendrick Davis, you have talked DeAndre Williams, yep. and one of the most experienced teams in the country, not losing. You got
2: a 92-9 boost on that one, dog. No, man, I, I've just talked myself into it. I've talked myself into it. You have. Part of me is the boost talking the now. The
5: defense will keep it close, John.
6: I, I have talked myself into this is going to be Penny Hardaway's signature win of the season and that the mojo on this team is very good. The mojo on this team is the best it's mojo been. Mojo is good. It's be, it's the best body language team. It's the best buy-in team. It's the best the the lineup going into this game. The energy really good. I'm a Zen person, as you all know. Memphis is going to win this game, and it's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. It will not surprise Brad Carson. Let me go on record. Brad's no, gone
5: the entire other. He's going went, to the game. Yes. No, so no, I will didn't even win take the points. Yes. Yeah, yes. we're just we're straight keep, up money. Keep line. the
2: points. Memphis money line. Uh, well, how good would you be feeling
5: about a Memphis team that's number 6 in bracketology right now and then just and I, picks up a crazy. win? That would be a top the 4, four seed. So you, you, the... you
6: jump all the way up to a top 4. It is 100%. an insane win. Let me be clear. It is wild
5: for that me to say that. That would be insane. We'd be celebrating wild. here that happens. It,
2: was, would. It, would become, it would become Penny Hardaway's best win. It I would mean, be his it, signature it, win. It would be even yeah. better than beating Houston yes. twice last year. Uh, look, yeah. he, he could do it. And he did that with a team with bad, let's face it,
5: some bad mojo within he did. Yeah, but he also had some NBA talent as we as we eh. talked about. You got a, a guy in the middle that's. You know, I think he's got
6: four-year players. Getting double
5: doubles for the Pistons. I, now. I think Jalen Durant, four-year players yeah. is better. He was,
2: he was okay. Yeah, not that great. Yeah. You got to you have to guard I'm, him. I'm you I'm have kidding, to be bro. concerned. What are you talking I'm about? Jalen Durham was a game changer for Memphis last
6: Thank year. Thank you. And but th- I think. Do you think Demario Franklin will play? He's playing. He's playing. He,
5: but do you think he'll start? No, see, I, I'm going to go back to something you did say that I agree with on, on Mojo right now. I just don't think Penny Hardaway is going to keep a DeMario Franklin that he sees as struggling out there for long when he's got a good Mojo working with yeah. the other guy. You're going to try him, see if it's working early. If not, you roll. You know, because, again, the Mojo's been good, especially off. So know. you
6: do start him. No, no, no. No, he he no, 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 You're he,
5: bringing him off the bench. You're he, giving he him will a shot. He will probably eventually up.
2: start, but not tonight. Not tonight? No. You have to work him in and just see what works and... Yeah, and throw them into the fire like that, B.C. Yeah.
6: The Grizzlies will finish this homestand undefeated. Cap or no cap?
5: Milwaukee on
2: Thursday. it's It's the last one. This is it, man. There is one last game. One to decide it all. This is something that began last week when we put out into the universe. Will the Grizzlies, what will they go? On this homestand. Yeah, I think the number was four and a half. The homestand to decide all homestands. Well, there were how many? Are, there were Well, four, maybe there were four there were left. left.
5: So the number was three, three and a and half, half. Yeah. Which would suggest, are they going to go undefeated or yeah. not? Now, we both They'd said won the we, first we, one we both
2: the took the under. But we took the under believing they would win the three that they've won. And it would all come down to Milwaukee on Thursday. Now, let's talk about Milwaukee. Let's have a conversation about Milwaukee. Number 34. You know him? Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. Yeah, I know him well. Pretty good player. You know uh, Drew Holiday? Mm-hmm. He's pretty good.
5: Okay. But. You know the number six team in the league in defense? But. Six.
2: They will likely be without Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. who has been broke, but is still a big part of what they do, also defensively. Like, he's an underrated defender. Um, The the Bucks are a championship team. They're number one in defense, by the way, the yeah. Bucks. they They can do it. And, and and they want to do it and uh and and I think it will be they can do it and they want to do it it's a, well you know some nba teams can't some nba teams I don't believe can come into the to to the to the grindhouse 12 and 2 and 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 uh and beat you know beat the grizzlies I, right. most can't I don't I think the bucks are one of them um do you have the do you have any buck stats in front of you I would love to know what their road splits are I I bet they're pretty damn good on the road cuz I don't they're they're probably I mean, what's their record? I mean, I feel like they they're have, nineteen and seven. Yeah, they haven't lost many games. So, so their road record has to be pretty good. They are seven and four on the road, which is about as good as you could possibly be in the NBA. hmm Um, just lost at the Rockets. Uh, well, yes, they did with without Middleton, and that's one of those games in the NBA. Um, but they had thirty-four, and drew. I, oh. well, what is
5: what, what is with all this pessimism today from you? It's not pessimism.
2: It's just, like, realism. Bro, the Grizzlies
5: are rolling. Did you see they just rested John ja Moran again yes. last night?
2: Yes, but that was against an Atlanta team that had nobody on the floor. But my point It was very impressive. It was very impressive. But I'm just saying, like, it's a it's a different animal that you got coming in here on Thursday. You know, the Bucks are second in the East. It's tough. But I'll say— Let me throw another one at you. Grizz 10-3 and three against the East. I'll say they do it. Yeah. I'll say they do We're it.
5: hitting you with these Fizdale numbers.
2: John ja Morant is healthy and he's ready to go. He he took the night off. Um, So, yeah, great game. An honestly great game. I think it's NBA TV. Well, that's lame as hell. It is. I mean that should be an ESPN game. I mean it's the day, second bro. hottest
5: team in the league with the Grizzlies. O- only the Pelicans have
2: I mean, and, 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 are the, hotter. And, and the Bucks. I mean I know they lost to to, to the Rockets. Still but, number two in the East behind. Uh, uh, the, yeah, behind Boston, Boston's lost a couple in a, a row game here. back. They're only so. a game back in the in the East. So what a night! Jog gonna put on a show. Oh yeah, that's gonna extra be, rested. That's gonna be. A, I mean that's a, honestly, honest to God, that is a potential Finals preview.
5: We hadn't even said Jaron Jackson Jr.'s name. Man had eight blocks last night. You talking about thirty four? Well, the, the how many blocks blocks is Jaron gonna get against the, the, Milwaukee?
2: The Grizzlies win. He leads the league in blocks per game again. If he can stay on the floor, that's all, Matt. You know, that's all that, that it's gonna Bro, come down to.
5: that that young man has grown up before our eyes.
2: No, he is he is and turning a big into step. a
5: beast. But but Giannis is saying, forget this. I don't need this three point line as much. My game shouldn't hinge on it. You know, Giannis gets a foul
2: call every time he tries. I know he, he, drives, he will, and, I mean,
5: and it's a good chance Jaren gonna be in foul trouble that night trying to you know, move over whatever it is what trying to help anything else. What that'll be.
2: That would be a freaking great matchup. There is, the Grizzlies want
5: the best teams in the NBA. They may have one of the best benches in the NBA by the time this thing all
2: settles down. Mike, Did you see last night Tyus Jones? How was that game on NBA TV and not on ESPN or TNT? Like, I don't understand that. Thursday's
5: TNT, right? Mm-hmm. I think, well, I'm looking at the Bucks schedule. They've got TNT against the Warriors tonight. So there's your reason.
2: Well, I mean... There's nothing wrong with them having two I mean they're they 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 are championship. Well it's TNT Tuesdays. Yeah. Right? Is TNT not Thursday
5: Tuesday uh, Maybe though? I got. yeah, it feels like they are.
2: I thought they had two games, two two days a week. Maybe I'm making that up. Yeah, I'll say the Grizzlies get it done. Finally, we convinced him and pulled him over on one. It's gonna be a war though. Oh Grinch over here. It's gonna be a war. It's gonna be an absolute war. It's gonna be a one it's gonna be a one possession game either way. I mean You heard me when I said ten and three against the East, right? Yeah, for sure. Now the Bucks are a different animal. How many times you gonna keep saying that? As many times as I have to, as to I convince have to. me. No, we've convinced you. I just don't feel like you're respecting the Bucks very much. You know, like them. Them folks have been beating everybody. Them folks have like you name it. They Dude, will. Dude,
5: what I respect is this rise of the Grizz defensively. They are shutting stuff down. Sixth now in the in the league. When you got Jaron Jackson out there. Mm-hmm. Defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson. Everything changed.
6: Was that a record? Eight tied a record? It tied for the eight franchise blocks? record.
5: and Yeah, tied the franchise record.
6: One game, eight blocks. Yeah, Strocio had <laughs> eight once.
5: I think Mark is in the Oh, that, he was something to watch.
6: Too. Yeah. It was a fun game last night. They cleared the nine and a half
5: easy. Kenny yeah. Chandler at 8, 7, and 6.
2: And we'll get to the last one a little bit later. we got to get to Jessica Benson. We'll talk to her about this, about this matchup on Thursday, what the Grizzlies are doing right now, and more. On the other side, Jason and John, howdy, FM, ESPN. You know, one of the cool things about betting on the NFL is that you can always
5: find new player game props that you like. What's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. That's a same-game parlay, and you got a great weekend slate of NFL games. Same-game parlay is just one of the reasons why it's cool to bet with with FanDuel, they make it super easy, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet, the live betting, easy to place your bet faster in a game. If you see a trend you like and on those withdrawals when you win, you'll get that money back in your account quick. Not every sportsbook can say that. There's no feeling like nailing the same-game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you're new to FanDuel, sign up today with promo code JSmith. You're going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code JSMITH. You get that $1,000 back. If you lose, you can split it up. Don't have to make it all go back on one. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues non withdrawable. Free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fan.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline one eight hundred eight eight nine nine
1: seven eight. Why? Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this
0: Why?
1: a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
4: Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
2: Thursday games start up when the uh, NFL season is over, by the way. The regular season. So they do happen. Just. Not yet. That's why that game is not on TNT. So <laughs> thanks to our listeners for pointing. Out. I was only going half crazy. Jessica Benson is the host of Rise and Grind, host here on the Grizz Radio Network and on 90.9 FM ESPN. Joins us every Tuesday. She's here now. What up, Jessica?
0: What is up? How are you guys? It
2: must feel just it, you know there are so many Memphians who would who would give a lot to be able to witness. You know, on a nightly basis, basically what you are able to to see and cover. Does it has it has it just has it washed over you how lucky you are to be able to witness and, and, and from the ground up, no less, the Memphis Grizzlies night tonight.
0: It washes over me every single night that I step into FedEx <laughs> Forum, and that's a testament to the Grizzlies because you go into that arena on a night like last night, where I will be completely honest, I did it again, and I have to learn. I had a little bit of a a bummer feeling within that it wouldn't be a showdown between John Moran and Trey Young and what that could potentially look like. And you're like, oh, man, that's what Grizzly Talks was supposed to be. And yet the Grizzlies go out and they prove yet another point that no matter who's playing for them and no matter who's playing on the other side, they're not going to overlook their opponent. They're not going to get caught in a non-professional vibe situation. Like they're going to take them seriously and then they're going to go out and put their best product on the court. Tyus Jones is again going to valiantly lead this group as a backup starting point guard hybrid mode and go out and have a highlight factory. So I left yesterday just giddy that this is the team that we get to cover here in Memphis because it truly is a joy to watch them. It is delightful.
5: How about Jaron and the eight blocks and just the the bigger story that he's right in the middle of that this defense that's now up to number six in the in the NBA, is it as simple as you just drop him in there, it gets better? Why Why is it clicking so well right now, Jessica?
0: How about those eight blocks yeah. from Jarrett? When he had four in the first quarter, you just had a feeling that he was on a different level last night, but he's really been on that since he came back in these 11 games. The ability to alter shots, to block shots, to make the opponents think twice about going at him in the paint, he is yep. tremendous, and he continues to grow into his body. He looks bigger, he looks stronger, and you see that on the offensive end as well as he's been more aggressive at getting to the rim. You see him being able to operate as a focal point of this offense, which is great for the Grizzlies and making people choose, hey, are we going to go one-on-one with Jaron? Are we going to double-team him? That leaves someone else open outside to make a big shot. Uh, Jaron has been a key that has unlocked the next level, and I know we talk about it ad nauseum, but it really is the truth with this team. You can't help but get all giddy inside thinking about Okay, if this is what it's like with Jaron Jackson Jr. and you don't have John Morant last night, but we've obviously seen that. All right, what happens when you throw a Desmond Bain into this equation? And it feels like the Grizzlies can just get even better. And right now, they are really, really, really good. Yeah, good. I mean,
2: it, it, there's really no reason to to think or believe that this slows down considerably, right? I mean, you're gonna you're only gonna get better when Desmond Bain comes back to this lineup. Like, part of it is just uh, I think. There is an emotional hedge piece of this, like, no way that a a Memphis team could be, like, the best team in whatever it is. You know, whether that's college basketball, whether that's, the you know, USFL, NBA, like, no way, right? But, I mean, it's a real conversation at this point, is it not? Especially when you consider that you're not even, like, fully there yet.
0: Well, and I think we started adjusting those expectations and adjusting those conversations last season. Like, once you have a bona fide superstar like John Morant on the roster, you always have a chance to be a contender. That's truly what a player like him does to elevate a team. But then I think we all got sucked into the narrative of, oh, of course the West is going to get better as always. And, oh, the Grizzlies lost two veteran players on their roster. And and what's that going to look like replacing them with rookies? And instead – we've had to be reminded like, oh, you needed to, last season wasn't a fluke. Like there is a genuine appropriate level of belief that this team can contend in the Western Conference this season, could potentially make it to the NBA Finals. They are built to win games. And even when you look back at the teams they've beaten over the last two weeks, yes, in a lot of instances it's been getting quality wins over opponents that by all means they were supposed to beat. And the schedule gets tougher starting with the Bucks second in the east coming in on thursday but the grizzlies are a good formidable opponent too so it's not like they're going to be in a david goliath situation each and every night they're leveled up into that upper stratosphere of nba competition and there's no reason to think hey they're suddenly going to start losing games just because the opponents get tougher
5: yeah i was listening to you about on Ja and the superstar that he is and we know he makes players around him better but it almost seems like that energy too transcends when he's when he's even in street clothes, Jess. I'm not sure there's another yeah. guy in the NBA who's still as much or more of a part of his team, even when he's off the court, right, and and, and out that night as Ja. And, you know, whether it's, you know, Kenny Chandler getting that dunk and you look over Ja and it's just like he's, you know, in the game in terms of his energy level and how much he's behind guys, it feels like even when out of the lineup, he's helping make guys better too with that energy. I guess that's that's that yeah. superstar quality I guess we've been
0: talking about. And to just see that engagement from a Mm -hmm. player in street court, from your leading point guard, from the leader of this team, and that's infectious to the rest of the bench too. It's almost like a fun sub show to watch the Grizzlies bench react when you have jaw and Jaron and even Steven Adams on the bench last night, there was a moment in the third quarter when David Roddy was putting together his nice little stretch of minutes and he had this bullet ball action and all three of them were on their feet immediately cheering them on. And it was, it was just really sweet to watch the kind of support that's doled out. And you see it with all of the rookies. You see everyone getting involved when Kenneth Loppin Jr. is getting those minutes there at the end. But John Morant is the person who sets the tone for this group being so close and the connectivity that you feel. And like at the end of the day, You just want to be out there playing with your friends. And if John Morant is the one saying, hey, everyone, get up. Let's consistently support. We're up 30. Guess what? We're still going to be on our feet making sure every highlight is celebrated when necessary. That's just a really cool thing to see. And and truly, you don't see it everywhere. Greek Freak coming
2: in town on Thursday. That game's going to be uh, nationally televised on NBA TV. Uh, Curious, Jessica, what is your power ranking if you were going to make a top five of like must see guys for you personally. What's that power ranking top five look like? The J B power rankings must see attractions in the NBA.
0: Must see attractions in the NBA. Number one, John Morant. Duh. Number two, I gotta go with Steph Curry. I still enjoy watching Steph Curry when he gets hot. I would put I would put Giannis in at three. I really would. I think he is one of the most entertaining players to watching the game. I've loved watching him continue to grow, so I'm excited for Thursday's game. Let's see what my four and five would be at this point. I'll put... I'll put Luca at four, and then I'll keep LeBron in for, for the time being. Just LeBron still, does make the more. cut. You, he, he makes it. You never know how many more years are you going right. to have the opportunity to watch LeBron James play basketball.
2: I think Luca is a little... A little underrated on your list at four. I, I think mean that's
0: a fair statement.
2: That dude does some ridiculous stuff, man. I mean He does. He did We're you did bad. you watch that game oh. against the Bucks? Like he was doing everything.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's it's so wild reading Luca's stats like at the end of any Grizzlies game when I'm just giving a general NBA scoreboard. You can almost count on Luca having thirty plus, ten plus assists, whatever it is, triple double flirting every single night. It's just it's wildly consistent, and he is very fun to watch. So I'm not trying to knock Luca. I just love Giannis's game. I think he is a joy, and I also love Giannis as a person, which shouldn't factor into the muscleless factor. But yes. I think he's great.
2: Some people on this show did uh, took issue with your your number two. Some people on the show did.
0: Uh, oh, listen, I. I would rather have some people on the show take issue than have my husband take issue. Right. So I got I to choose a happy <laughs> husband, happy life situation here with Chris Lather.
2: Hey, And Steph on, what was it, Saturday night? Like, come on now. Like, he'll remind you every now and then, like, he's still that dude. He's still I was going to say, are
0: you kidding me? There is no one on this earth who when Steph is cooking in the way, when he is just draining no three after three after three. That is one of the most fun shows in basketball, in all of sports, and you still get sucked into it, no matter when it pops up and you're reminded, oh, he's the greatest shooter of all time. Because right now, and he still is the greatest shooter in the game at this moment.
5: Just how are, how concerned are you about what the Pelicans are doing? They're the only team in the league that, that's hotter than the Grizzlies. They're the third in defense, fifth in offense. Is it a deal where you just keep the blinders on and you don't care about what that horse is doing in the race? Or are you kind of watching that and, and saying, you know what, man, i got to put a little bit more respect on it?
0: You peripherally take mm-hmm. notes, but then you also take notes that one. I know everyone keeps throwing out the word "oh, they're the they're the darling this year." Well, the Grizzlies were kind of the darling last year. So being the darling means that you're just emerging. Once you reach out of that status, like you've been there, you're established at this point. Zion, if he continues to play at the level that he is playing right now, he is a scary dude, and he makes the Pelicans a really scary team. But if you're the Grizzlies, you take some solace in the fact that you beat this team handedly. Yes, they were without certified Grizz killer CJ McCollum when they came into FedEx Forum, but you beat them here at home. You had a a competitive game on the road in New Orleans. It was a game where it was Jaron Jackson Jr.'s first game back, so there was a little bit of rust there to be dealt with. I think even looking back at that first matchup between the two teams in New Orleans, there was some sentiment of, oh, man, wouldn't it be fun to watch these teams play a seven-game series? And so continue to kind of sit in that space of, ooh, this matchup is exciting. You don't have to necessarily be fearful. You can be excited about the potential there. And I have that New Year's Eve game scheduled uh, here at FedEx Forum, Grizzlies-Pelicans. That'll be a really fun one to see, and it'll be a nice little measuring stick. Perhaps, maybe, 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 fingers crossed, Desmond Bain is back into the equation at that time, and we could get a better idea of, of where they are at the competitive advantage at this exact moment in the season.
5: John, has Memphis losing by double digits to the number four team in the country tonight? Wow! Do you agree?
0: God. That I mean, is some haterade. It's, nice.
5: it's what he said. He has to stand by it. Jess, do you agree with him? Don't. Yeah, I know it's hate.
0: I don't. I think it'll be competitive. Obviously, Alabama's great. You don't knock off two number one ranked teams in a season, and, and what they were able to do to Houston over the weekend in a game that frankly felt handled by Houston early on. Yep. Um, you have to put a lot of respect on them. But the same goes for the Tigers, and I know that you know the win over Auburn doesn't have the ultimate flair that perhaps they had. Maybe Auburn was a little overrated going into that. But the way the Tigers won, in spite of their turnover issues continuing, I think they had 13 in the first half, in spite of a lot of their players being in foul trouble, Uh, They still managed to go out there and and get a huge win, a signature-type win this early in the season. Tonight would obviously be massive if they were able to get that done. I do not think they lose by double digits. I think they compete because if there's anything they've really proven thus far this season, like they're a competitive group of dogs, and Kendrick Davis is at least going to put out the ultimate fight to try to help drag this team into a competitive one with the Tide.
2: If they lose by 11, there is no shame in that. Like I, I'm not saying it's like a it's a shameful thing if they go on to Tuscaloosa and you know lose by 11 or 12. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. I'm not saying they're gonna lose by 25. I'm just saying That's like fair. you know if they lose by you know 14, if it's 82 to 68, you know life is gonna be okay. Life will go on, and that and and my thoughts about them will still be what they were before. You know it's not gonna change if they win. You know, yeah, I think I probably do have to adjust my view of the team because, like, they're probably going to end up being better than I thought. But, yes, it's okay no matter what. It's it's okay what happens not
0: that is, that is factual as well. Like, it, it, the tiger season does not ride on this one game and this one game yeah. alone. You are still going to go into AAC play. You are still going to have two shots at Houston. Yep. You are still going to have a chance at going for the AAC title yourself. So, ultimately, this one game in Tuscaloosa in December – be the, the trigger factor deciding on is this an NCAA tournament team? No, but it sure would be fun if they went out there and surprised people tonight.
2: Agree, totally. absolutely. Jessica, appreciate Thank your time you as always. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yep. She is Jessica Benson. Join us every single Tuesday here on the show. What's your top five? What's your top five for guys you have to see? Uh, we we, we kind of did this. Oh, we already did it. Okay, sorry. I, I think well, I'm Jaws my up mind. there.
5: Uh, uh, Giannis is up there. Somebody even mentioned we need to revisit this because now Zion's healthy. Yeah, and Zion look what he is a guy that
2: I think you have to. Uh, but see we we person. mentioned
5: Luca, yeah. Giannis, and my argument with this was that Jaws top three. Yeah, I still think he is, even if you're factoring in Zion.
2: The last time I saw Zion in person, he was uh, he was on the bench for the Pelicans, not playing, wearing a he had a purple jumpsuit on, looking like grimace. Right, And he had the
5: hat on or whatever.
2: Yeah, he had that little bucket hat on, man.
5: But he doesn't look like that anymore. He's no, out he's, here 360 it again. That's right. He looks like the old viral Zion.
2: But, but that day, though, he was looking like the Hamburglar. Dude, but- they are
5: top five in offense and defense. Like your boy, Willie.
2: Willie Green is really green.
5: He's not green anymore.
2: No, the green is wearing off, isn't it? He's becoming a seasoned, established, grizzled coach. He,
5: he may be our biggest competition for coach of the year. By the time everything sells down, because I'm not buying that Boston coach being the favorite Yeah. by the time the market corrects I, I, itself.
2: I've believed in Willie Green for pretty much as long as he's been the coach. I did not think he would take them from what they were a season ago to number one of the West this no. fit this quickly.
5: Last thing, you and Sane are going to put some respect on these Tigers.
2: No, no. Because, because he's, is disrespectful. he's pulling you over. No, Sane is – I am not disrespectful. Sane is disrespectful. Sam uh, Sane needs to drop the sorry label. He that, knows when he comes in here Friday he's going to have to do it. Uh, well, I mean, is he? Because he, they're going to be likely coming off of an Alabama loss. He's Not a double-digit loss. He's going to have some ammo. He's going to have some ammo on that. You know, we needed him to come in t- yesterday. But he, but he's he's being very stubborn about it. He refuses to drop the sorry label.
5: Oh, he'll have to now. But, what are you but, talking?
2: about? They'd be just be number eleven. But his definition—they were undefeated. His definition of sorry is they don't have any NBA players. You can't be
5: just ranked outside of top twenty-five. And be sorry.
2: But what he's saying is they don't have—they ta- don't have no. NBA talent.
5: My whole point is that is the take of a guy who doesn't like college basketball, right? That's what that is, and we're going to get Sane to admit it on Friday.
2: Yeah. Well, again, I think it takes.
5: That's one of the better teams in college basketball. Memphis is, whether you think they win a title or not. I mean, I
2: don't think yeah. they win a title. Well, Still, one of the better teams in college basketball, well, and certainly one of the best defensive teams. I say this: they don't they, they don't have talent, but what they lack in talent, they make up for with stones. Like this is a team that's got big stones. You got Kendrick Davis out there putting up triple-doubles, stones, making big. I'm
5: yeah, Triple-doubles. I, I mean, he yes, was numbers. close.
2: I mean, he was close. He was flirting, bro. He was getting no, serious. We, I mean, you got to get you got to get there.
5: John Morant puts up triple-doubles. Well, Kendrick, I mean, come tri- on. In Kendrick, college basketball, triple, triple double. Triple-double from Kendrick Davis. What did he have against like, Auburn? It wasn't a triple-double. It was like 29-11 and yeah, 6. Yeah, it was, was massive. Was it that? I don't know. Did he get the double? I don't know, man. Maybe no, I added I some I stats, he, bro. It I, I don't think, matter. You're making it a double-double. I don't even know if it, it was It a was imp- very impressive it was. It
2: was flirty. It was flirty with the triple-double. It was like 29-9-6 and six, or 27-9-6 and six or something, something like that. That's close enough for me in college basketball. Go on. DeAndre Williams. DeAndre Williams had a double-double, 16-11. Yeah. yeah, like three for him. That's the thing. It's like, you know, it, I, I really do believe, A, they do have talent. It's just not NBA talent. You know they have they have elite college basketball talent in those two, in Kendrick Davis and uh, twenty-seven nine and six. Yeah, that's that's essentially a triple double in college. Yeah, I mean it's as close not. as you're gonna
5: get. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kendrick w. Davis putting up triple doubles now in
2: twenty-seven nine and six. This is this is why Trump said what he said about the media, isn't it? That it was fake just, uh, facts because we Stick. I yeah. I just gave Kendrick Davis a, his his first career triple double. He was about five. Things off. hmm So blame me.
5: Demario Franklin out here getting triple doubles. But no, I
2: didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. How's KO doing? Everything okay? Man, look, I'm gonna tell you this. If you hear me say something about a big man in the preseason, just ignore it. All right? Like, <laughs> I'm just making sure he's good. You my know? my intel on bigs in the preseason. I don't mean
5: good as a player. I just mean is he good? Up, you know. I everything okay. I have to
2: assume. Like you'll look up. Bro got eight minutes and one thing, like one point, one rebound. I don't understand. Maybe they're just waiting to unlock him and unleash him.
5: Unlock what? You don't know what's underneath You'll there. You sit up here and get on Malcolm, your dog Malcolm, a Memphian. Well, Malcolm made who it was personal. Playing on bad Malcolm knees. made it personal.
2: Malcolm made it personal. You know, I mean, and I think maybe we've buried the hatchet there. He's liked a couple of my tweets ever since then. So. I think y'all have, and so, I, sh- I should probably let it lay it to rest too, huh? Well, you know, look, I he's a, he's a and He's putting on for his city. That's that's the only thing he that is. matters. At the, in the end, you have to respect that. I do. I 100 percent do. I have nothing personal against Malcolm. On bad here. knees, it feels like, man. Yeah. I just wish that kid could be healthy one year. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I think when we have Anthony in here on Friday, I'm oh hoping, yeah, he'll have to. I'm, I'm hoping he's willing to have that conversation. You know, that he's. I'm hoping that he's willing to drop the label of sorry because I don't. I don't look at this team and think sorry. I looked at Tubby's teams and thought sorry. That was those were some sorry ass teams. Again, he's looking at it through NBA lens right. back
5: to your point about NBA talent on
2: it. Yeah. You
5: can't watch this team in the way it plays defense. Who was it on the um
2: who was it on the broadcast? Because they were uh they were raving about Kendrick. I know it was Dane, Dane. Know, who, who was yeah. his partner though? His par- I have no idea. His partner was like, This guy's going to the next level. But if ESP about Kendrick Davis. Now he might. I mean he could, but like I he's I mean our man Yoda small. thinks he is, isn't he? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I don't know. He's just small. That's the only problem. But you know, there are small guards in the NBA. Chris Chioza can play in the league, but yeah, Kendrick Davis can't. No, he could find um, as somebody's backup to backup or yeah. back up. Yeah, I'm just glad we got a little, little bit of a respite from enthusiasm because at this point, I can only take about two a year. You know, it's just it. We love Coach. We do, but but he lays it on. And he, you know, really he's thick. Gonna-
5: Come on, he's gonna have a lot of Memphis games in the AAC in the AAC play. We're gonna have him on. Yeah, we love the enthusiasm. I got,
2: I got to roll out my enthusiasm impression here someday, man. Cause yeah. I got a, I got a good one.
5: Yeah, it's you very controversial. It, you though. should do it for him.
2: It's well, no, it ain't. He ain't gonna like that. It, it ain't flattering, bro. All right. Well, I mean, you could clean it up a little bit and make it flattering. You put it. It's pretty good. Mark Adams is the king of like player does something magnificent during the game let me tell you about his tragedy let me let me tell you about his personal tragedies and kendrick davis makes a 3 from the atlantic ocean whose uncle drowned did you know his uncle had a drowning accident this kid has overcome so much in his life wow you know like that's that's the mark adams thing you know like it's like bro we don't have to you don't have to accompany sometimes it's unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Like
5: That the tragedy isn't the yeah, reason like, they it, made that like totally,
2: It's totally like, if, okay, if you're doing a, a a Tom Rinaldi sports center story on a kid, that, he totally gives you that He gives you more. I That's what I'm saying. I, he gives I honestly you. feel like we have gotten to a point where we blast these kids, uh, you know, uh, hardships out way too uh, freely. You know, it has nothing to do he, with them playing a basketball game, bro. He's
5: showing you that he's done his homework.
2: You well, know. I understand that. But it's like again, do your homework on basketball. I don't I need to do your homework on the, on the the tragedies that have befallen a young man. And he he does it, you know. <laughs> Which, don't, don't I let, like him, I like him. Don't
5: but, let Coach hear the tape on this one.
2: I like him. But but that's we're,
5: all or asking <laughs> to have him on during AAC play.
2: <laughs> Am I wrong or right?
5: Well, it was it was a pretty good impression.
2: Yeah, like, I'll put it that way. Yeah, like, he's a he's a great basketball analyst. You know, like I, I, I seriously, like I do believe that. It's just like sometimes I wish he would yeah, sprinkle a little nice on there. Uh, I just wish he I mean, would not focus on our the. Guess. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, he would not focus on the uh, on the on the negative during the basketball game that has really nothing to do with what's going on. Anyway, uh, we'll come back. Trisha will joins us at one twenty-five. Uh Chris Beard, we are getting more details on that situation, mm-hmm. uh, the Texas basketball coach. So we will talk to him about uh, – not him. We're not going to talk to Chris Beard. We will talk about that. He's not there you go. We will yeah. talk about – I mean, look, I'd be willing to have Chris on if he wanted to say his side. Just don't do any impressions. Well, you know, he says he's got the
5: audio. You can't listen. Yeah.
2: It's, it's exclusive audio. Oh, good. He has the
5: audio of what went down. The cops asked oh. him for. He said, no, not going to give it to you. Well – I guess he hit record on his, and then proceeded to bite her. Well, see, that, that, allegedly, that, that's how you know. But, but they saw the bite mark, so I guess we can well, take yeah, the that, allegedly off the
2: bite. That's, that's how you know it's bad, though, when you're yeah. having to record things going on. You know, like that's how you know the, the, the situation is pretty bad. Mm. This yeah. story, yeah, this there, story. there's not much left mm. out here. Yeah. So we They getting, struggled with Rice last night. You see that? Oh yeah, well, yeah they Over distracted. Yeah, yeah, it's hard, hard. You know, not to. Mm. Rice yeah. is actually not a bad team either. Like, so it's just a it's just a car oh,
5: welcome to the AAC right yeah now we like you you're new
2: yeah well yeah yeah I want I want to invite our guests yeah I see mm. now you're rolling out the red card mm-hmm. we were dogging them earlier when we was talking about well, the new AAC program <laughs> their football program is ass. Kind of uh, sounds like Memphis. Good.
5: They don't have any program? more Arsalan Kazemi's over there playing basketball, do they? Who they got this year? They
2: they just have some experience. You know, I some... see you up on Rice. Got, tell us all about them. I know what's going on down there. They're like six and three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not the worst team in the in college basketball. Look at now, that. Utsa, they suck. Their basketball team is trash. Them folks lost a Grambling. Oh, no. By like thirty. Well, so did Vandy. Yeah. Well, they like you know Stockhouse. I'm sorry. He's out. It's over. Yeah, the, bro. The, it's over. The, the Penny Hardaway experiment there did not work. Yeah, like nobody liked to hear it. But I was watching that game, and I was like, "This Vanderbilt team sucks." And everybody's like, "I think that Vanderbilt team is good." No, I said, "Man, hell no! That Vanderbilt team is straight ass. That team is sorry." And I tell you this: the best news for Jerry, this is the best news for Jerry, and I think he did something really smart. He will have a spot on Penny's bitch. He will always have that. He and because they played that game. Penny's very familiar with him. Mm. Be ready, because you're going to get the call up. I was going to say,
5: I think you can take them off the schedule.
2: Yeah. Please. I think you should – we, it we really shouldn't be game.
5: saying five SECs and all this. It's really four SEC teams. Like that, the, uh, that's, that's SEC right. garbage Memphis right should there. take
2: Vandy's spot in the Southeastern Conference. They should That'd switch. Be nice. That'd be there, nice. There should be a trade At least there. At the in basketball. Because, well, Memphis, and, and in football, too. I mean, uh, yeah. and, and recently, but Vanderbilt's football program has been an embarrassment for as long as I can remember. When's the last time they've done anything? They, Andy? They were, yeah, They were one Franklin. game short of a bowl game this right? year. Was it Franklin? Well, yeah, but Franklin they didn't make was last the last time they were really Yeah, that's something. true. That's they, that's that's exactly yeah. right.
6: Beat Kentucky this year. Yeah,
2: short it was a it was a short time mm-hmm. there for James, but I don't know. I, I would be up for a trade. I would be willing to listen to a trade. For, I mean, we covered the number against South Carolina's women. I have no doubt remember about two, that.
5: Remember too what what Vandy does in baseball. I don't think we can replace that. No.
2: We don't know yet.
5: We, we got th- a new man. We got new blood.
2: What's his name? Carrick Jackson. Carrick Jackson. That's,
5: there Led, we go. That's why we love you. The man. Carrick Got Jackson.
6: Love. I actually have seen Carrick's team already, believe was it Was that or. out at USA yeah, Stadium? Yeah, I went and saw the, one of their practices. Oh, well
5: you went to a practice.
6: Yeah, okay. they, they've been doing practices this fall. I mean, they look good. I mean, it, it was a nice, well-run practice. Carrick's out there. He's, he's already hired local recruiters. So I, I expect the baseball team to be better at Memphis.
5: Well, it almost has to be.
6: That's exactly right. If By it's default, not, we're going to have a huge because,
5: issue. Yeah, Showing Rock had taken it all down. <laughs> yeah, there,
6: it's, uh, there's only one direction ahead, I, I hear. Hey,
2: if that yeah. hey, if that dog rolls over, it's an improvement. You know what I mean? I think you'll see it better this year. Yeah. that's a now that's a big statement, what you're saying there. They're on the floor. It's right? still a transition year, is it not? It's well, still yeah, first dude. year. Well, yeah, but come on. Every year with Showing Rock was a transition. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, it's like, what are we doing here? You can't, have, you can't have ten straight transition years, bro. Only at Memphis. It's key to be nice when you're a losing coach. Only at Memphis can you have ten straight uh, transition years and not get fired. For real. That's what I, If I was a coach, I would say, look, guys, with the portal, it's just a transition Melissa year for us. But, but from you from this were okay university. with it with Melissa, though. Was yeah, I okay with it? She Melissa was the stealing. one you was good with. Yeah. Was I okay with it?
5: What kind of deal did y'all have behind the scenes? Right. Thank was, you. was I okay
2: with it? She in one of your rental properties or something? <laughs> No, I mean, well, no, she didn't. But but Melissa came out to Sleepy Z's oh for a live Lord. show for us. So can you oh. have that's why you have a, oh. you I mean, you hold have a special a place no. in your heart from bro. Melissa oh
5: coming what? out to Sleepy what? Z's to talk about that recruiting class.
2: Hey, and it was a good class, wasn't it?
5: I want I w- I will say fact from that class. I believe Madison Griggs was a part of it. She just graduated.
6: Hey, and congratulations, hey. To the okay. mass, former Houston her.
5: High standout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. They they've got a real coach in there now.